I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 3 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the weekend past? I do. So, obviously spending most of my day, like most people do, browsing Reddit. Yep. Um, I saw <laughs> that uh, Iceland have decided to start playing cricket. Have they now? Yeah. Really? So, they've organised to have, uh, I think it's like a, a one-dayer and a couple of T20s versus Switzerland. Well, yep. I also cool. did not know play cricket. Now, the only thing I know about Iceland is a population of about the size of Hobart. Well, that's more than I knew, because all I knew was they had um, uh, a midnight sun. sun that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. So I was thinking, that's pretty advantageous, because you could go up against, we could actually play cricket at a time that's like going to get big viewership for Iceland. You can play day-nighters that never yeah, see the night. never see the night. Yeah, you can play a whole test for one <laughs> day-nighter. Yeah, and it kind of suits everyone, because there's lots of sun, but it's also cold as fuck, so that suits English, and it suits uh, the Australians. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but the funny thing is that for the first concert, it was like, yep, Betcha they beat England in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'd be interesting to have a nighttime game of, of cricket, like a T20 or something. And it's only a couple of places that can do that. So, yeah. I'd love to see them play against Sri Lanka and just have a go at those surnames. It's <laughs> like, going to take you a while. <laughs> That's when I see them have to put, like, chains in the boots to with the ice yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it's got to be an icy outfield. Yeah. <laughs> the English commentators be like, did the one team steal the vowels from the other team's names? It's yeah. just- <laughs> so, Josh, you got a highlight? Yeah, well... Um, you know, there's nothing bigger in Australia at the moment than the Commonwealth Games. Of course there is. Um, yeah. Everyone's pumped. And by, by everyone. I mean uh, no one. I, I mean, well, at least one person. Um, old old mate, Pauline Hanson. Yeah. She's yep. fucking stoked about it. Uh, and by stoked, I mean, uh, I thought it was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, when she's talking about the opening ceremony. Okay. Right. Because uh, 20 minutes of the thing were devoted to Aboriginal culture. Right. Um, which included a, a rap from a hip-hop artist from Torres Strait Island and a world-renowned didgeridoo player, which, you know, neither of us will know who they are because, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but she said, you know, she doesn't understand rap songs and Australians don't listen to didgeridoos, and which is kind of hard if you're a didgeridoo player because you're not going to be <laughs> listening to in Australia. You know, where are you going to listen to? Um, but the funniest thing is her quote from it was, I've got nothing against the Aboriginal people, but I'm sick and tired of being made to feel as from a second-class citizen in my own country. Wow. Yeah, I, I think they kind of... I think if anyone's going to agree with Pauline's handsome stance on immigration, the Aboriginal people. Yeah, Uh, they'd be ones to start. Yeah, I feel like if anyone could agree that someone was a second-class citizen, (laughs) we'd all all say Pauline Hanson. I I wouldn't have said a second-class citizen. I would have said second-class human. (laughs) But she didn't stop there. You know, she's she's stuck with the Commonwealth. She didn't let her disgust over the opening ceremony stop her enjoying the Com Games. Of course. Um, So when she found out that uh, the, the shooting was on, you know. Paul and Hanson, big, big shooting fan. Of course. course. Yeah. Um, I imagine so. The 10 meter air rifle, air pistol, which, you know, I'm Whatever. guessing it's, it's just Nerf guns. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. don't know. Paintballs or something. Um, 
the, the men's and women's uh, were both won by Indians by Jitu Rai in the men's and Manu Baka in the women's. I've probably fucked the pronunciation, but, but who cares? Yeah. So did the Aussie commentators, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and her comment about that was, I'm not surprised Muslims would come you know, first in a shooting competition. They do this for a living. All right, I'm going to guess right here. I know exactly where this is going. Two things. Uh, not, not Muslim? All, not all of India is Muslim. You're right. And neither of those two. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, one Hindu, one Christian. And uh, her quote from that is, it's not racism. It's like, that's, that's all you've got to say about that? Yep, fair so, enough. I've, look, got, I've got Sri Lankan friends. <laughs> <laughs> but look, she's enjoying the com games. Um, they're up her neck of the woods uh, in Gold Coast. It doesn't sound like she's enjoying it. It sounds like she's watching it out of spite. But I don't yeah. know. To her, that's enjoyment. Like fair She enough. gets to hate on something and... This is this is just heaven to her. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's now out hunting for those Cameroon uh, refugees slash uh, athletes that are now lost. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I watched five minutes. I turned over because I was flicking through and I saw it was a gold medal for some cycling event, team cycle, whatever. Yep. Australians set the world record and got the gold medal. I went, oh, this is not going to get better. So yeah. That's it. I was done. Commonwealth Games watched, over for me. I watched three minutes and like I was sitting down doing some work and I just wanted something in the background that I could not really pay attention to but have some sort of interest in. So I thought, oh, Commonwealth Games is on, you know. I can watch any sport that's live in the background. Yeah, provided you know. it's swimming. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I flip over and it was women's hockey. I'm like, well, that's my three minutes of Commonwealth Games. <laughs> I'm listening to podcasts. The thing is, you know, I, I used to swim quite a bit. I don't find it a good spectator sport. No, it's a shit spectacle. It's shit house. Like, it's boring as shit. It's amazing to do, and it takes a fuck ton of effort, and they're absolute superstars for getting to the top flight, or the top-ish flight at Commonwealth Games. Yeah. But I just, I don't like watching it. Yeah, but how can you have gymnastics without the Asians there? Well, that's well, a very good point, yeah. Well, we've got well, India. What's the point? That's Asia. Well, we've got yeah. A, we've got Australia. Yeah, not the subcontinent Asia. Is Hong Kong there? I'm pretty sure. I think Bro- we gave them back, didn't we? Yeah, well, we did, but I think, you know, we go Canada, Canada got given back too, and they're still part of the Com Games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Com Games are bullshit, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, I did see one, there was one idea that they could uh, generate interest, and Australia's smashing the Com Games at the moment, uh, far and away beating everyone until the athletics come up, and they're yep. probably going to get caught up by England. But they were talking how, you know, in the in the UK, the different countries compete as different countries, like England, Scotland, Ireland, yep. et cetera. Yep. And uh, they said, well, look, not different countries, but Australia could compete as different states. I think that'd actually be okay. Yeah, why not? Because at least then you'd have Victorians uh, well, yelling yeah, abuse at New South Welshmen. You'd have WA and SA watching. Yeah. So they go, yeah, here we go. Now we finally got represent. Yeah, SA be like, we're going to fuck up the Victorians. The Victorians be like, we're not worried about you. We're worried about <laughs> New, uh, South New South Wales. Wales. And Queensland be like, well, we're going to fuck up New South Wales. New South Wales like, we're just trying to beat New Zealand. And uh, in the end, there'd just be a whole bunch of people yelling at each other. It'd be yeah. great. It'd be like yeah. state of origin, but with people from origin. And uh, WA asking for their GST back on their medals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I figure if, like, the aim of any sport, and I use that in parentheses because I consider some of the sport, yep. is if you're supposed to be the fastest, I feel like you should allow technology into it. Like, swimming's an outdated sport for being fastest to get through water. Yep. Um, and I, th- I think that nowadays technology goes into drugs and steroids and shit and how to cheat and hide that. I figure just make them motorized. Like, you've got 100 meters to go in the quickest way possible, use all yep. technology. You've got four years to try and accomplish that. It's almost like an F1 approach to Commonwealth Games or Olympics. Just forget the human well, factor anymore. So you want it, cannibal yeah. run in everything. You exactly. Want, you yeah. want jet, like, as if you wouldn't watch that. Yeah. There's going to be way more crashes. Dangerous. You want jet boats. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. Pretty much. I just want like... Well, you, you've seen those... Um, there was like a... Uh, almost like a paddleboard that's got like a little jet on it so you can dive down and oh, see yeah. further shit. Yeah. Like imagine if they actually put some hardcore technology research behind that. How quick could you go with a paddleboard? I think we should just or have kick, a, kickboard. a legitimate shark. 
as uh, as our rep. We start crossbreeding that shit. No, just have a, a legit great white in there, and you say, "Look, you beat it, you beat it." But uh, I mean, that should be in water polo. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, I'd rather a great white in water polo. My nards can only take so much of a belting. <laughs> um, I've got a highlight of the week too. You know when your no ear, you. ear gets blocked? I don't care. Yeah. Yep. Um, how fucking frustrating it is when your ears blocked with wax, and I have fucking bad. Yeah. So I decided to. My method is to get a bobby pin. Yep. And dig out the wax. Yeah, like, that's pretty it's a solid yeah, method. It's solid. It's yeah. it's uh, you know and, doctor approved. And then put it back with the rest of them that the wifey has. I of do. Th- I do yeah. throw it out. I am that. that Pissed kind off when she buys the short ones though. You know those long ones <laughs> with the but, bigger loop. But you know, once you get that big ball, yeah. and then it's like you can hear everything. It's yeah. like that's yeah. as close to a superpower as I'm ever going to experience. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then later on in the night, I got a little bit of water coming out of my ear. Yeah. But you know, it's a little bit warm, and you're like. Yeah, but that means it's not blocked. That's actually kind of yeah. comforting. Yeah, that's nice. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'll just get dig it out with your finger. Anyway, wake up in the morning, blood all over the pillow. Oh shit! Wasn't water. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> See, whenever I pull out that big ball of wax, I'm like, it feels great, but I always have this flash thought. I'm like, how did Kevin Wright eat this? Nah. <laughs> 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 fucking yeah. nasty. Just smell it. It's yeah. fucking horrible. It goes straight down the drain. Yeah, yeah can't touch it. Yeah. All right, speaking of fucking horrible, let's get into round three. Uh, <laughs> Friday night, the blockbuster, Carlton versus Collingwood. And Josh, you would have enjoyed this because it takes the focus off how bad North Saints was last week. Uh, I'll have you know, at least for the North Saints game, one team turned up for two quarters. Yes, which was, I think, the, I, the first half of that game was worse, but overall, this game was the worst one I've seen all year. Yeah, um, it didn't have anything for anyone, really. I mean, highlights. Yeah, it's a, it is amazing that Collingwood scored a hundred, and that's just yeah. through accuracy. Yeah, um, and I mean, the penance for them winning this much against Carlton is another couple of injuries because yeah. fuck them. Marchbank's <laughs> gone. He it was he would be just about leading their best and fairest. Yeah, I think uh, Hoskins Elliott's gone. Um, also, Tanner Adams. He's, done a yeah, he's not too. playing this week. Both of them did hamstrings. So but you look at sixteen goals for, and you're like, "There's a good day out." But uh, really, uh, the one and only highlight I got out of it was Steel Sidebottom. If that, oh. that's maybe his best game of his career. I'd say easily. God, he was so silky smooth um, and made good decisions time and time again. I, Highlighted I, by the fact that nobody else was. Was anyone playing on him? No. No, they got no one. Um, I know they threw Weedering forward, but he had no impact there anyway. So, I don't know, maybe put one of your better backmen back there on him? Well, um, put somebody in his vicinity. Um, yeah, put two people back. Kerno, Ed Kerno used to be their run with player, but he's almost too important now. Yeah, that's I think you need someone that's younger. Um, I almost feel like um, young Garlett that they've got now. Yep. Um, he's someone that he can chase him down and obviously be of a lot more of a, not a, a foot or hand skill advantage, but he's much quicker and like he's going to be quick on the counter, so he's going to make yeah. side bottom accountable. Yeah, but side bottom's not a fast player, but he runs all day. And I yeah. think that's where yeah. someone like Garlett, you can only put him on there for bursts. Yeah. And I feel like you, if you've got someone in the opposition, you are Carlton and you've got someone in the opposition who's killing it, it's almost a chance just to... Baptism of fire for some of the young kids. Just send yeah. them in there so they know what that level's like, and and you know. Well, I mean, that's what they've got. Start young approaching kids. approaching their training with that sort of in mind. But that's how that's how better, how much better they got to get. But thirty four touches and three goals. I mean, you can't ask for anything more from the bloke. No, nah, that, that's um, that's a great game any day. I mean, Josh Thompson got five straight. Uh, Thomas, yeah, uh, Thomas, sorry, um, which is probably his best game too that I've seen. Oh, it's the best game he's had off clean Buterol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his, his coat game's pretty shit. 
the thing is, Casbolt still got four two, which is a good return from him. Yeah, this is a brilliant return for him, four two, and I'm guessing from ten shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had a couple of out of bounds and a couple of he had a couple of great marks and a couple he dropped, which were absolute sitters. Um, and you touched on something before as well with uh, Weedering because he was uh, they matched him up with um, Big Cox um, for a little while. Now Co- Mason Cox was coming back from uh, a one game suspension. And he got booed by the Collingwood fans of that one game. <laughs> Did he really? He took a lot of marks in this game. Yeah. And Weedering didn't have an answer to him. I know he's seven foot tall, yeah. but still, yeah. geez, mate. Yeah, um, we'll be able to do something. When the other team's whipping boy is giving you a whipping. Yeah, yeah. And the focus was, was on Weedering before the game started. Yeah. I think like, on that same note, I don't know, it must be so confusing for Carlton supporters to get spanked like this and not be able to blame Casbolt. We had a director He did his job. Yeah. Um, and Cruiser was back, but Grundy was just as good. I'd say Grundy was better. Yeah. Like, to be honest, um, and Cruz is a great player, to get me wrong, but Grundy had more hitouts, more disposals. Yeah. Uh, more tackles. He had eight tackles, which is great from a Ruckman. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like there are better um, people that are suited to the Ruck position than obviously um, Grundy, but it's, I feel like this season, which is only three, games, three, three rounds in, it's been... Um, Players like that that have had the most effectiveness in ruck, whether it be McAvoy from versatile from players. Hawks, yeah. Um, yeah, Gorn. Grundy, Gorn who's come back. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be someone like Nick Nat who's a freak, but the out and out tall ruckman are almost becoming an aside these yeah. days. Well, Sandilands is still there, obviously, but his effectiveness is going down. Um, but Mumford was the last of the lumbering. Uh, yeah, Ruckman. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think so. that's gone. His longevity wasn't really there either. Nah, I think it'll come. Oh, injuries come yeah. circle though. Like you've got, and it'll come back. Yeah. It'll come based on Ruckman and how they relate to their Rovers. Like, if yeah. Rovers are a secondary and they're just going to be hoping to find the ball, then the Ruckman's yeah. never going to do shit. But if the Ruckman and the Rovers work well together, they both look, yeah. make each other look good. Yeah. Um, I thought Cade Simpson was the best for the for the Carlton as well. Uh, I haven't always been a big fan of Cade Simpson, but um, he's one-on-one efforts and he had to do a lot of the hard work, whereas usually I see him as a run-around-the-back, give yeah. cheeky handball type, but not, so, not on this night. I've got to disagree. I thought the best for Carlton was Bryce Gibbs. Uh, for leaving <laughs> he was certainly the happiest I mean leave Carlton it's it's the greatest success uh, one of the greatest career moves any player can make especially going to Adelaide but uh, on to the Saturday uh, Port over the Lions just yeah and I, I watched um, on and off of this game yep. in the last couple of minutes the Lions they had a claim for a free kick in the forward 50 that would have been tragic if that happened to Port twice Oh, would have been devastated. Would have ruined their uh, minor premiership credentials there. <laughs> uh, I'm just putting I didn't, didn't really pay much attention to this game. Um, yeah, I was th- this one was, if you're going to put money on any game this round, you would have put yeah, it on clearly. Port port plus 30. Uh, yeah. If you're put uh, if you betting on the line even, I don't even know what the line was, but I would have taken the Port side of it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, gar- I'm guaranteed the line wasn't five points. Yeah, No, of course not. Uh, if it was less than 20, I'd be stunned. Um, and we, you look at through the stats. I'm not sure. Did uh, it's uh, to me? It's all contested possessions and marks. Like uh, Brisbane killed in it. Well, I mean, it's good to get a lot of touches, but uh, best to do it on the field and not at the nightclub afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I was happy with that. Um, <laughs> Stefan Martin uh, dominated. Port haven't yeah. got a ruckman. Um, yeah, that's been known. So he was due for a day out and made the most of it. It wasn't he just is, his ruck work; he was around the ground too. Yeah. He's, a, he's still a monster. Yeah, he's underrated. I think. Um, I think he he was overrated when he first hit the scene, and for the last couple of years, he's kind of been sailing under. But his bad day is still pretty damn good. Well, he's a ruckman, and he led for disposals on the day. Yeah, which, I mean, is, which is crazy, and like had more kicks than handballs. Which usually for ruckman, you'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing, hey, mate?" Yeah. yeah, if he's lucky to get three kicks, yeah, but no. He was fine. But I'm, I'm a huge fan of Stefan Martin. I think he's uh, underutilised. 
The, the, there were rumours in the off-season that he wanted to get back to Melbourne. Yeah. I know there was a lot of teams putting their hand he's, up. He's done no harm. I think the, the only team that won't take him be Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. they've. It's one position they're comfortable in. Um, I think just a little bit of a class from uh, Brisbane Lions would have got him over the line. Yeah. Um, but Port seemed to be, oh, we'll get through this. Yeah, it's complacent. Yeah, like, oh, sorry about someone it. Will, someone will pick up the slack and yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, someone else will do it. And the worst thing is they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's hard to argue. Yeah. They're now three and zero on top of the ladder. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, can you get the cash out on your minor premiership bet in round three? <laughs> well, they went into the last quarter with what a five goal lead, something like that. Just kind of foot off the gas. They played Bruce free footy, and uh, Brisbane was still hungry, which I think is great for them. Like, um, yeah. I think in the last few seasons they go five goals down, we'd see them queue in the rack. Fuck this, you know, not chasing, not running. But now they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to have that happen. And they really ran the game out, especially at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Yeah. Where the, the sun belting down too. Yeah. N- yeah. No, not a fan in the crowd. Um, you could be uh, <laughs> quite forgiven for, you know what, fuck this. Yeah, but instead of phoning it in, they played it out. So, look, it's one of those ones that's a, a loss and you don't want honourable losses any day, no matter mm. what they say. But it's one where... They they showed character. Yeah they're, yeah, they're not competing for premiership. They know that. Yeah, but no. Geez, they got some promising um, young forwards like uh, Rayner in his first year. Was he number one pick or, or thereabouts last year? Um, Ready made. You know, looks it took some strong marks. Yeah. Um, only kicked the one, but he's got more to improve. Also, Charlie Cameron's returned to Adelaide Oval. Hey, kicked three straight as a standalone full forward for yeah. half the day. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be pretty happy with that. I like that role for yeah. him. Cam Rayner was last year's number one. There you go. Yeah. And McCluggage, I think, was the one before. Yeah, before, yeah. 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 The clug. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot to go on there. Um, with those two coming up and Hipwood, that's a lot of forward power. It is, yeah. For and, 2022. And I feel like that um, <clears throat> Brisbane have always had a couple of people that had that mongrel attitude. And so mm. there were people who were always going to go in hard and be able to try and like get the ball and yeah. you know do the hard work they just lacked finesse and players that were skillful and you know but now they've sort of recruited that way so it's a matter of if they can hold on to them and I feel like if them and Gold Coast can build at the same time then that whole Queensland territory is going to be much more attractive for people to go yeah. to you've got to do something yeah they? you know because yeah. um, as good as Hodge may be on field he's not a uh, gain headlines and get noticed walking down the street like yeah. Buddy Franklin you know yeah, he's exactly. not that kind of superstar he's not marketable no, not not as to the level of... He is marketable to the point that if you're the other team in town, you want him as a focus for all the hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, uh, and I mean, compared to NRL, he's a great bloke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, imagine that, like trying to market him as the bad boy. Yeah, when you're in an NRL, NRL town. Well, <laughs> like, who, who did he kill? Uh, did, did he stone anyone? He beat his missus? No, he... he, he Hip and shoulder, someone on the field. <laughs> fuck, mate, that's nothing. You didn't say all gay people are going to hell. <laughs> oh, you got a DUI. What animal did he fuck? You got a DUI once. Oh, who did he crash into? <laughs> no, no. His no. card is still. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, on to the, the sad story of the weekend. Um, North Melbourne ending a 18. 17 in a row. 17 in a row. Um, 2006 was the last time Melbourne got up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Like I said before, that if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the good thing is that North Melbourne can stop living in the past now. Past glories of belting up Melbourne. Sick of it. Sick the best it. thing is that uh, Sportsbet have uh, a deal where if you go 24 points up, they pay out. North Melbourne went 24 points up in the first quarter. Yeah, so, you know, keep really. the first four, didn't yeah. they? Yep. Uh, so I got paid out. 
soon. Oh, you put money on it. Jesus. Oh, I was getting degenerate. three to one. Three to one. They paid three dollars. Did they pay out three to one like in the first? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Jesus. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, cheeky fiver. <laughs> Did you immediately reinvest in the run? <laughs> fuck no. The opposite way. <laughs> nope. Because I, I would have. <laughs> took my winnings and put it all on Rose Nemejus. It's, it's not really long f- and short. Not really fair though, isn't it? Because uh, North, not only do they lose to um, uh, Melbourne for the first time, yeah. but Jordan Lewis didn't even get reported. That's yeah, that is disappointing, isn't it? At least you have. Uh, uh, he tried. Did he? Yeah, um, Majak Door knocked him for six. He got absolutely cleaned up. Hey, and full marks to him. He went straight back for more. Uh, yeah, Lewis went back and punched him in the stomach, and I don't think Dor even noticed. No, <laughs> uh, Lewis was a- shaking his hand afterwards. <laughs> but I don't. I genuinely don't think he realised because Lewis has sort of run up, fuck you, and gave him one in the bread basket. And Magic's like, "What are you doing, little man?" To be fair, you, you had to watch five seconds later. Magic went, "Wait, what? What happened?" <laughs> he was concentrating on something else. He saw the replay on the big screen. Actually, in all honesty, Magic, decent game. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. He had probably two negative impacts where he, one kicked in the man on the mark and the other one made a fucked up handball. But he had about probably four contested marks. It was yeah. brilliant. And good, and good marks. And about four or five great uh, long kicks. And just that, that hip and shoulders with about three possessions, I reckon. Yeah, and it was fair. There was no problems with it. It wasn't off the ball. It was yeah, perfectly in the side. That was legit. And I think he had another massive tackle like that as well. I mean, you can build uh, a game around that, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, intimidation. Fuck yeah, you want to play aggressive football? He's the bloke. I yep. mean, a bloke that looks like him, whoever's standing him, which in this case was Christian Petrarca, who's no, no small bloke himself. He's got shoulders the size of, you know, a bull elephant. Yeah. But uh, he ain't that big. No, <laughs> no. But to run with Petrarca, and he, he's a quality player, to not... Uh, not discount his influence, but it wasn't uh, wasn't he, a game breaker. He certainly wasn't a liability. No, he wasn't. No. Um, and having Tarrant out from the the get go was yep. a tough one. Replacing that uh, is never going to be easy. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't think he was embarrassed. Um, Jed Anderson took a nice grab too, but it was he quiet did. for some of the day. But yeah, um, he had eight touches. <laughs> hey, he's he's <laughs> getting his highlights getting in good though. Returns on Jed. So yeah. Jared Wake kicks three goals, one, which is a good return for him. He even tackled three people. <laughs> <laughs> Two North players, but you know we, we work on that. Um, he's about due for an out too, Jared Wake, didn't he? Oh, he'd be getting close. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, Mason Wood's actually healthy now, so if one of the, if he, one of them get injured, then we we've got the reserve. <laughs> so just you should be able to play them both. You know, just they they can jump the fence and tag in, tag I out. I think that's fair. Um, just have a, a nearby stretcher. Yeah, one of them's laying on one, and we just defrost one. Uh, Benny Brown with four one, which is a good return from him. Not bad. Um, where does uh, Big Goldstein go from here? VFL. Yeah, you, you reckon? Oh, look. To be honest, and this is probably blasphemy to a lot of North fans, they've got to trade him. You're not going to get much for him, though, are you? No. Well, not, you'll not get this stage. Probably a second rounder. You, he might have value as a, uh, I will, you'll ruck for one year, you'll coach for two, that type of deal. I mean, deal. If, if someone picked up Jonathan Giles for three seasons or whatever, and he <laughs> kicked around, then surely there's going to be someone done off. But I think this would be kind of like a Garner to West Coast. Uh, okay, yeah. Sort of. Just get him as far away as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be like a, a team that's on the up and they need that sort of uh, smart Ruckman. I think I know it's a bit of a cliche, but Sydney could use him. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. Bit short in the Rucks, But yeah. uh, I was yeah. thinking more uh, like, look, he, say he wants to stay in Melbourne, which I yeah. don't know, probably does. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Melbourne's out. Uh, Carlton's out. 
they've got Cruiser. Um, Hawthorne's out. You'd be looking at more... Um, uh, Saints, maybe. Maybe Saints, but Essendon. Essendon's the one I was thinking of. Um, cause yeah. Their, their ruck stocks have been pretty pretty slow oh, for a while. Gumbleton's undersized, but... Uh, Bell Chambers, rather. I yeah. always get those two mixed up. Yeah. But, but a, he's been playing well. But a ruckman that can go forward as well and uh, help out Danaher, he suits them. Yeah, I, I think if you're going to trade for uh, Goldstein, I think you're trading him as a coach. You, you want what he's going to do off the field more than mm. what he's going to do on it. Yeah. And plus, you know, they if they want to keep... Uh, Keep the book sorted. Yeah, I knew we'll go and do a silver later. <laughs> it was definitely going. <laughs> but no, but say if they get the a second rounder or something, there's all these father sons coming out for North now. That they want to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate that um, Blakey can go to uh, Sydney because he's in the Sydney Academy. Yeah, but Creswell's kids can't go to North because they're in the North Academy. But, yeah. You know. Well, actually, speaking of like uh, where he should go, Saints having some salary cap troubles. If you're reading like the latest news, so well, that was a few years ago before so, Pelchin well, went up there. Someone needs a creative accountant and get in there. <laughs> send the Jew, you say, <laughs> or Brent Harvey. Either of them will do it. Um, it was a, I guess what should have happened. You'd expect the you know the demons to win by a, a few goals, and they they did enough yeah. know, to get up. Yeah, young Billy Hartung. He had another good game in a row, I think. Yeah, he's, it's the same, though. It's the oh, same yeah, yeah. all the time. Grab it, run like hell, which he should, and then oh, I'll just kick it. But the last two Norm Smith medalists did that. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, no, Basher Hooley should have won the Norm Smith. Basher did yeah. win it as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. He won the People's Norm Smith. The People's Norm Smith, exactly. Um, on to the Suns' biggest home, uh, home game crowd of all time in <laughs> Perth. Hey, it counts. Um, they were still in it, you know, in the third quarter before the Dockers uh, kicked into gear and ran away with it. I'll be honest, I thought the Suns would probably take this one. I picked the Suns. But um, uh, to their credit, the Dockers, well, if if they kicked straight, they would have blown off the park. 13-18. Yeah. Um, and a lot of this was Fife as well. He's back, isn't he? Yeah. Like, in, a, in a big way. Um, it's like he's given Dangerfield and Martin uh, taken over as, you know, we're the prototype um, footballer for now. And he's gone, yeah, remember me, guys? My yeah. leg's better. Yeah. Um, and I think he's got a better leap than Martin. Probably equal with Dangerfield. Um, I think but, he's better than Dangerfield in the leap. I think contested mark, Dangerfield's probably slightly better because he was up yeah. body strength. But pure leap and ability to jump over the top of people. From a standing leap, I'll go five. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, even with a bung knee, Dangerwood's way better with one leg. <laughs> Martin's Martin, interesting. He's not like a, a go over it, go under it. He's a go through it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the uh, first loss of the season of the Gold Coast, and they're playing at, um, uh, op- what's it called? Bloody- yeah, it is Optus. Optus, yeah, Optus. They're playing there two weeks in a row now, so there's going to be some tired boys running out there again. Um, but, you know, it's, this is what they've been forced into, into yeah. doing. I wonder if half of them Airbnb'd their house for 12 games <laughs> maybe extra cash. More than likely. Why, <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you? But uh, young uh, Lions, young uh, Jared Lyons, yep. he's looking uh, fucking good. Second uh, year. Over from Adelaide, yeah. Um, mm. uh, second year there. Two goals, 30 touches, 10 tackles. Well, that's damn good stats. You've got to be happy with that. It is, man. Yeah. That's running all day. Yeah, I, I've got nothing more to say about it, but yeah, yeah. he's done fucking well. Like, he's the Gold, Gold Coast player that I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, um, what about Lockie Weller? Because this is his first game back against the old side, and they obviously traded the number two pick for him. Yep. Still working into it a little bit, wouldn't he? Yeah, it's been a bit disappointing, and uh, no one more disappointed than my super coach scores than Lockie. <laughs> really oh, let the team down. Jeez, I, I set my super coach. I haven't even looked at it since uh, since I set it. Yeah, my scores that. I thought like it was the same as before, where you have like a couple of rounds just to ease your way into it that uh, aren't 
game rounds, but no, mine kicked off from round one. There you go. I'm I'm zero two so far. Yeah, I set the set the uh, team on the Friday of the first round, so I missed the Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so you no, missed Thursday. I missed Thursday, so oh. I couldn't pick any um, uh, Richmond or Carlton players. Which in the end I wouldn't pick any Carlton players anyway. I mean, that's, but, that's yeah. sort of even itself out, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does a bit. It saves you from a few mistakes that people have made. But uh, I wouldn't be better off not picking any North players, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of inaccuracy, let's go to the Battle of the Bridge. Yeah. Um, Sydney and the Giants. Um, Nomination for goal of the week is Buddy from 70. Uh, yeah. I was watching this game when that happened. And you, as soon as he got the ball, you're like, he's going to have a shot from here. Of course. And I, I didn't see who the uh, Giants player was, but you see him was standing. It, was it Kelly? It could have been. I, I can't remember. But you oh, see, get, get rid of him. Kieran Jack was running around, yeah. and he's like, I've got to hold off Buddy, but I don't want him to give it to Kieran. I'm like, mate, run to Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give it to Kieran yeah. Jack. He's having a fucking shot. Yeah. And if he, if he does give it to Kieran, then you've won your job. You've like, done, that's yeah. See, yeah. Dumb bastard should have run to Kieran, because at least that way, if he kicks it, you're not on the highlight. <laughs> you should have done something. You don't want that motherfucker who's trying to run him down, getting left in the dirt, and then he kicks a fucking screamer. And like we said, how many times have we say that Buddy just needs 15 minutes to turn a game around? Yep. That's all this. And yep. that was that third quarter for him. Um, this is year five of, their, of yeah, his he's contract. Yeah, really. He's as good this year as he was year one. Man. He's one of those players that he might drop off suddenly. When? <laughs> but it ain't going to be soon. He's, he's 30 uh, or 31 now, I think. And yeah. Uh, look, people are going to argue about it, and it's all subjective. It doesn't matter. But for me, it's the best forward since <laughs> I don't know when. Yeah, no, honestly, best ever for the yeah. modern era of the game and the way it's played. It is the best it, for sure. It, like you're saying that as uh, a North Melbourne fan that grew up in with Carey Prime, you know, like this boy's better for longer. Different players, but uh, yeah, yeah, look at look at Carey. His his ability to turn a game was based on contested mark and uh, ability to spear a kick from sixty meters out. Buddy jumps higher, runs longer, takes more contested marks, kicks goals from areas that Kerry couldn't. I'll give you, Kerry's got better contested marks than Buddy. Yeah. Everything else is Buddy. Yeah. But having said that, uh, ability to to, uh, take that clutch shot, Kerry's had it proved. Um, And ability Uh, to lead a side. Leading. Yep, fair enough. I'll give you leadership too. But if the game's on the line, I want the ball in Buddy's hands. Depends which side of the goals he's on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it is amazing that it was, you know what, um, probably beaten for most of the day uh, yeah. as well. I mean, playing more up the ground, but when uh, the Giants still had a chance and then you see that monster from 65 yep. and poor old Sam Reed was running in, trying to stop it on the goal line. You're like, mate, it's not going to happen for you. Exactly. There's yeah. no chance. And it was a four round fight and Buddy did not leave it in the hands of the judges. Yeah. You have to put the ice on the cake. But that's the backman, backman's lament. You, you can have it on top of someone all day, especially someone like Buddy. Yeah. And if he's having an off day and he's missing everything, you know, you don't need to be great. Yeah. You, but when he's on, Jesus. Well, you go back to the um, 2012 grand final. When te- they said Teddy Richards towed him up and Buddy kicked three goals, four from nine shots. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's the way it goes. When you look at it, how many big backmen are there now? Yeah, there's still a few. Not that many. Well, like, when you say big, do you mean tall? How many can outmuscle Buddy? Well, okay, that's a different question. Um <laughs> No, not him. I was going to say nope. Stephen May. He's close. Nope. Um, well, I mean, Phil Davis is a good matchup for him. He's, I wouldn't say he outmuscles him, but he's no. a good matchup. So the only he's one, only enough one to run with him. Only one that I can think is, um, you know, Rance. all Australian level backman Magic Door. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, well, to be honest, if they do play on each other, that'd be fucking worth watching. Well, I remember Rance and Buddy last year at the MCG was a great matchup where Rance was just about best on ground, but 
you know, the Swans still won. Yeah, exactly. But Rance, uh, for all his talent, his talent is knowing when to run off his man. Yeah, that is with right. Buddy, you can't run off the motherfucker. You, you oh, geez, you got to be fucking sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a team ever from Sydney as well. It like, was going through their stats. There was only one player that had uh, didn't have double digit possessions, and that was George Hewitt. So that's your fucking game, Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> Sack him. Yeah. Uh, Gary Rowan, by the way, only had six, but he kicked two goals. So ah, yeah, fair he, enough. He gets yeah, out of that. One too. But that's very much Gary Rowan's game as well, though. Like, well, after you know, what? How many? Dodgy knees he had. No, he, he, he broke his leg. Broke his leg, that's he's, right. Yeah. He's the reason for the sliding rule. Dodgy legs, yeah. 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 Yep. Speaking of which, you see, like, the, well, you were saying, Josh, Ferrari pit mechanic who got oh, his leg ran fuck, over yes. and, like, did a Nathan Brown, snapped his entire bottom half of his leg. I don't like, know um, that. Holy fuck. He was, um, they're changing the rear tyre, right? Yep. As you do. And so three tyres go on and off. But this tyre, for whatever reason, cross-threaded, couldn't get it off in time. But uh, he's standing beside it ready to pull the tyre off. And so his leg is in front of the tyre. Uh, instead of pulling the tyre off, when the other three tyres are changed, for whatever reason, the guy in the paddle pops let him go. And it just, the car goes dead straight over the leg and you see the leg just turn. Fold around. It was yeah. like running like a tube over some Play-Doh. Yeah, and the, all of a sudden his uh, shin is on the ground uh, and his leg is... This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people sing you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase laying next to it kind of thing and it's one of those ones where you, you saw it live and you're like what the fuck it just happened yeah. and you see like, oh mother fuck yeah, so look at that if you hate sleeping yeah that's yeah. it's worse than broomhead honestly honestly um, um but in, in this match um i think this is actually good for gws because it shows they need uh maybe an injection of pace and smarts in the back line right um you got your eyes on oh, is that coming Oh, is that coming? Yeah. Um, I think uh, they need the lad in there. He's, he's setting a record for emergencies, I think. He is, yeah. he is. He's been yep. out there a few times. Um, yeah, look, this is an emergency. I mean, <laughs> I, I think they have to get him in there. But uh, unless, of course, they're, they're using this trade bait, in which case, a uh, million at North. Yeah. Um, I was big raps for Rory Lobb um, beforehand, but I think that Callum Sinclair was really the difference between these two sides yeah. at the end of the day. Callum Sinclair has had a, a fantastic match. He's like, doing well. I mean... It's, he's the most consistent performer that did enough for that team to win, yep. apart from, obviously, Buddy in the last quarter. But 40, 45 hit-outs and three goals. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's Ruckman's job. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like every year we, we go through this, we're like, Jesus, a lot of Ruckman putting their hands up for all Australian already. Yeah. Because with a game like that, you go, yeah, you're in the conversation. Well, it's just sort of like him, who's obviously is from a hard-working off-season to uh, yep. sort of have that sort of talent to be able to pull it out. He's, he's been, uh, like, not consistent, but he's been... Remember, he had, he had, an, he had an injury in the preseason too. No, I did too. Yeah, right. Was so, it uh, Lions and Corns had their top three ruckmen so far? Did they? 
Yeah, no one yeah. gave a I'm shit. I'm in the habit of not listening to anything any court <laughs> says ever. But um, the funny thing is, no matter who they put up, there'd be disagreements with. Because, yeah, of course. Uh, you look at any of uh, Grundy, Cruiser, Jacobs, Martin, um, they could all put their hand up straight away. Gorn. Gorn, of course. Yeah. Um, Nick Nat. Nick Nat. <laughs> I mean, I think they picked uh, Nick Nat Gorn, and then it was a toss-up between Ryder and um, maybe Grundy. Yep. Um, but but you just else, went you just went eight deep there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. They're all good. Yeah. Yep. Like you can't say that they're not, uh, not fucking class. It's a, it's a great um, position at the minute um, with Ruckman. Uh, speaking of uh, Corns, actually, I happened to be uh, off last week, and I was in the car when he was on SEN Radio, right. and he has a show, I don't know, uh, 10 to 12 or, or he was bonds. filling in it doesn't matter but he had a segment where he re- for five minutes he read out mean tweets to Kane Corns <laughs> nice. it's pretty good he enjoyed that's it. Worth it that's one of those segments yeah. that won't lack material no yeah plenty no. there um, on to the other blockbuster on Saturday night which is the Saints and the Crows um, I tipped Eddie Betts to kick five and he only kicked three so based on that he should get dropped yeah, no, I reckon can't kick, uh, especially after having a poor start of the season. You can't kick five against the Saints, whose yeah. defense is oh. deplorable. Uh, well, I mean, what's worse, their defense or their offense? Uh, <laughs> probably the midfield. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> funny that. 7.13. Uh, but out of, responsibility. Um, out of the top five possession getters, they had four of them. Saints. Yeah. So every other motherfucker is doing fuck all. Uh, I bet their top receivers, though, were grass. Yeah. <laughs> all that has been shit all season. Well, yeah, I can say in the last two weeks they've kicked five goals in the first half collectively. Wow! Yeah, and uh, there's been some players that have done that by themselves. Yeah, in I mean, one half. the only team that's impressed by that is AFC uh, AC Roma. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, their stats for this were 74 percent efficiency, yeah, which, is pretty which, good. which exactly have, just shows your stats being shit all. Yeah, because they must have been looking at some random shit. It must be one of those ones where kicking over 40 meters in an effective position. Yeah, 40 meters to a contest is fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah. But uh, efficiency inside fifty forty three percent. Um, it's it's looking dire for the Saints, isn't it? Because they're only wins so. F- I mean, it's only three rounds in, but they're doing soul searching already. But yeah, where, where are the wins coming from? Well, like Brisbane. They, <laughs> they got to play Carlton at some stage. I rate Brisbane above them at the moment. Well, honest. they beat them two weeks ago, but yeah, but uh, on the how the season's building. Yeah, it's because you know I, some people here picked them to finish in the eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean, seven goals, thirteen is a shit sure. return. But when you look at a team who's kicked fifteen, fourteen, yeah. like you've got to capitalise on the other team being accurate. You can't be inaccurate yourself when yeah. you just get the ball. But I, what I always do when you have a, an inaccurate day in front of goal is I reverse it and see how how would you go then? Thirteen, seven, they're still losing comfortably. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, that's how far off it they were. Yeah, actually, I did tip them to be in the eight. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, and, and the crows really are just, you know. Uh, not, not gearing up, but yeah, tuning up. Managing injuries, aren't they? They're just rotating their roster. Get, um, getting into it. Yeah, it was a good week for them as well because, um, you know, they come off the win to, against Richmond. So there's the yep. grand final retribution and, mm. you know, all the bullshit that's going on in the media over there. And, the, yeah. and people are starting to question Eddie Betts and, you know, is he falling off? And yep. he got, They're right, but it doesn't matter because yeah. you're kicking, kicking You, you kick three, so. you, you, you get out of the papers for another week or so. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Powell Peppers stepped up and helped out with that too. You're getting Adelaide out of the papers. Yes. He's done his job. Diversion is exactly what they need. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to Sunday and the Tigers versus the Hawks. Um, I don't know if this scoreline is flattering to the Tigers or the Hawks. Because uh, at some parts there, I am um, convinced that uh, Rance and Astabry marked more Hawthorne kicks than Hawthorne. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it was almost like uh, volleyball, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, for a long time there. And I mean, it was a, it wasn't the worst game, you know, but it wasn't the yeah. best. Yeah, like, it, oh, it was all right. It wasn't a one-sided flogging, but it wasn't anyone really going out there and taking the game by the horns at all, which you'd expect after like the last round where. Yeah. Tigers got beat by the Crows, so you want to come out with a bit of fire, and Hawks beat Geelong, so you think you'd have some momentum. I mean, the second quarter, to me, told told the story. Uh, Tigers won it by two points. Hawthorne dominated that quarter. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. dominated the ball. Um, but when the Tigers got their hands on it, geez, they were crisp going forward. And, th- and that's it. And that's sort of, I mean, you got Mitchell getting 40 possessions again, but, I mean, a lot of them are sort of dinky ones around the back and running through and getting one-twos. But if you're going to capitalise on a midfield getting that much of the ball, then it's almost useless. You know, you're better off putting him somewhere else so they can um, use that prowess somewhere else. I don't think you can say a bad thing about Mitchell. Um, no, he, he does his job. You can't when you're getting 40 seconds. Exactly. No. It's, uh, it's part of the problem is who else is there. And yeah, then exactly. he's doing the hard work, getting the ball out. And it might be a handball that goes three metres backwards, but he's dived in there and got it. And then the next bloke butchers the kick. Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. do? If you had three of him, they'd probably only get 25 possessions a game, but your team would win. Yeah. And, and that's more the problem is um, Jago Amira needs to be getting 27 or 28. Yeah. Um, having said that, he's I think every game he's played this year has been better than the last. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's starting to get up there and he's throwing his weight around a bit. Even um, he went uh, toe-to-toe with Dusty Martin for a bit there. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. This is what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. Know? I want to see him put him on Prestia. <laughs> Speaking of throwing your weight around, uh, Nankivis versus McAvoy. Hard to say who got it's the good match. It's good matchup. Um, I, I think McAvoy uh, edged the hit outs, 39 to 26, but yeah. uh, Nank got a, a goal, had a couple more disposals. Uh, uh, yeah. Nank, want- Nank got six points. I don't know if he got a goal. Yeah. But <laughs> I think if you kick a goal by accident, it should count as like a, a home goal or, or buys. Yeah. Leg buys. It was leg buys, not a goal. It still counts. Six leg buys. Um, yeah, I thought, um, especially because McAvoy was looking dangerous early, but uh, Nank said, all right, if you're going to run off me, I'll go forward too. Yeah. And, yep. you know, and you put yourself in a position to get lucky. And yeah, you kicked the goal by accident, but he was there. Nobody else could have done it. So. Yep. Um, interesting with Alex Rance for the day, though, because like we said, he took a lot of marks and it was, um, you know, up for votes on yeah. the day. But he was playing Ruffy, and Ruffy kicked four. Yeah, exactly. It's, and I mean, he's backman, he had three tackles. Yeah. So you <laughs> well, it's hard to tackle when you've got the ball. I mean, that's true, <laughs> but, you know, just show a bit of endeavor head down the ground, mate. Kick a goal. Um, also, uh, Jack Higgins, young guy, oh, first game. What a celebration. Yeah, I reckon. How good was that? <laughs> it's good to see, uh, you know, we have, didn't have the, the you know most optimal number of draft picks, but we made the most of it. I yep. think that's been the key to our success is drafting, and we've done it well again this, this season. Making uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit, exactly, as, as old uh, Brock, Brock would say. Would say. Um, Which I still don't understand. I'm not. I'm not on it's, board with that. It's Brock Lesnar, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. If he yells it loud enough, you, you go with it. Well, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, and his, uh, his volley out of midair, not a yeah, bad effort. exactly. Good effort. Although Sam Lloyd got another run after some time in the Bees, which he definitely held his own. Well, actually, it was star in the Bees. Yeah. Um, came out seven sessions, kicked a goal. I mean, you'd obviously like to see him kick a couple more, but you know, for the first time back in A's for a fair while, it's not a bad return. You've you got to start somewhere, don't you? Yeah. There's um, a bit of motivation for him too. It's There was one stage, I think it was in the third quarter, where a stat went up on the screen. Kicking efficiency, Richmond 82, Hawthorne 63. I'm like, what, do you, what more do you need to know about the game? Yeah. yeah. Um, to get within 13 points late in the last was, I think, a travesty almost. <laughs> um, 
you'd expect Hawthorne to tie there, but you know, uh, I think Richmond said, oh, we've done enough." So you gave Rant shit for only getting three tackles, but he had ten marks. Whereas uh, comparing it to Frawley, who had one tackle and one mark, gave him a fair fucking dickin. Yeah, the ball was in the Hawthorne yeah. forward for <laughs> what seemed like most of the game. Um, yeah, he kept marking it and kicking it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to uh, Bulldogs and Essendon, and <laughs> Bulldogs. Tried their best to give Essendon a chance. 1420. Oh 1420. I reckon. And I mean, unless they went, I got you, Joe Danaher giving off a handball when it, when it matters most in the last quarter. Uh, not the brightest spark, is he? No, I don't know if Richo's his hero or something, but um, that was not intelligent. I think as we said this is a good year for Ruckman. I reckon this is about the fourth goal square fuck up we've seen. From Danaher? Yeah. Oh, not just from Danaher, across the league. No, there's, from, from Danaher. There's probably one or two every week. Um, where they, you know, miss the unmissable. Yeah, that would been some absolute shockers. Um, there was, it might have been in this game, actually. One of the calls said, you know, the famous Dennis Cometti uh, quote, he's picked the third of two options. Yeah, and, yeah. Then Paul yeah. Roos said, I think he's picked the fourth of two options now. <laughs> um, which I, I liked, it actually. You know, any callback to Dennis is a good one. Um, Stringer was uh, good early, um, yeah. you know, which he, he thrives on the occasion, but um, they soon sorted him out. Yep. I think it was just... Essendon, uh, Sorry, Bulldogs just starved them with the ball, really. Well, that was it. They had so many people that were hungrier for it, um, and they weren't really efficient. Their goal kicking was terrible, and just through sheer numbers of yeah. possessions, they managed to get that win. I mean, Lockie Hunter, who had a standout game, um, obviously didn't hurt his chances of sticking around for a fair while. I mean, yep. I, I was one of the people that weren't really that keen on him. I thought he was pretty much <laughs> done. But, yeah. yeah, he's come up again and picked up, what did he get, 35 possessions? Jesus. Funny thing is, back on Danaher, two goals, one. It's his best haul for the season. Yeah, is it really? Which is yeah. an indictment, really. Wow. He's uh, he's only got four goals, which is about fifth for Essendon, and puts him down on the Coleman list in the forties. Well, head of Eddie Betts. <laughs> like he said he's he's only kicked before, but he's, uh, he's equal to Jared Waite. Well, th- that's something. Yeah, I think he might be equal to Tom Mitchell. By, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's got big things ahead. I mean, it's only round three, so you but, don't know, but uh, you've got to start averaging more than a goal a game. Which makes, you know, the handball in the goal square even dumber. Yeah. you know, you yeah. finally, you know what, you're taking a great mark on the edge of the goal square. Um, and Green shouldn't be calling for it, but even yeah. more so, Danaher shouldn't be giving it. Exactly. Yeah, especially as a forward. Like, if they got the mark there, that's, this is what you do. This is your job. I don't care if you get the yips from this close. Yeah. It's your fucking job. Yeah. You're not going to get out of the yips by hand passing. Yep. Yeah, precisely. Um, and you don't get, you know, team teammate points for, for doing it either. Yeah, yep. Um, it's good to see uh, Caleb Daniel um, back in the side and Mitch Wallace as well. Yeah. Um, they so need those guys. Is there a bit of talk about Dalhouse looking to get traded? Yeah, apparently. I heard that. He said he's uh, leaving the talks off until the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. he wants to go home to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, it Sick would, of this Western suburb shit. I, I'm reading into it that he reckons he can boost his price up. Um, by playing better because um, I, well, I can't see I can't see like an incredible idea boost the price up by being a better player yeah. yeah but you know what I mean he could sign now or yeah. he could sign in three months time yep. uh, and get an extra 50 grand I've got no problem with players who can back themselves and do that why, why not you know, that's what you want I mean you're only a knee injury away from dropping 200 grand of your price exactly but, yeah you know, that's just the way it is. You'd be bet on yourself. Yeah, fuck yep. yeah. Not not actually bet on yourself. You can get in trouble yeah. for that. <laughs> you know, yeah. get, get a mate to bet on yourself for you. Um, I'm disappointed in Essen because they're one and two now, um, and I tipped them to really be firing up at the start of the year. But it's looking like a little bit of cohesion, um, or is it just you know they're hung- they're not. You say they're not hungry, but Conor Mc 
I was nearly, yeah. I nearly <laughs> fucking said it. I nearly fucking said it. Um, yeah, uh, Connor's gone the the bite. The bite, yes. And it was funny watching all that. Some people say it's inconclusive online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it comes to the tribunal, guilty. Yep, pleading guilty. Uh, pleading guilty. Yep. Like, oh, it's going to be hard to shit. defend that. <laughs> I just wish he had gone in there and gone. Yes, I'd like to apologise to absolutely nobody. <laughs> McKenna, yeah. I can finally say yeah, it. McKenna. McKenna. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, n- not the worst week for a Connor. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. What did he get? Was it three weeks? Three, three. Uh, I mean, uh, Essendon were pushing for a fine on a. You know, you, you don't get it if you don't ask. Yeah, well, kind exactly. Of basis, and I, I mean, they're. I mean, got a bit of a habit of paying fines these days. Like, yeah, hey, what's another three, four grand? Fuck it. And what I love, and uh, Essendon were the ones that actually pioneered the good bloke defence. Yeah, never forget that. It was um, what's his name from Cooney. the Bulldogs, Cooney, who, who put in the first official good bloke defence uh, at General the tribunal. Good bloke too. So they tried to do it again this time, except the poor <laughs> bastard wouldn't answer the phone. It, it's funny yeah. you can call a good bloke Coons. <laughs> <laughs> at least they then go with like a, a Bob Murphy misses out in the grand final that devastated everyone in defence, like they did with the AFL women's. Yeah, well, that was that was silly. They're not the they're Bulldogs. Not best when it comes to um, no, do they have a lawyer? Yeah, it's the guy from the castle. I can say, if any, <laughs> if any fucking team has lawyers, it's Essendon. Maybe they've just been overworked the last couple of years. Yeah, they've, run, they've had a retainer and they've gone through that. You know, when you think about it, we always rave about how good the doctors are in the AFL. You know, with Dr. Reeve and uh, Mustache Doctor from the, the Bulldogs, whose yeah. name I'll remember after this yeah. finishes. Lawyers must be shit. We must have the worst lawyers going around. Because some of the defences they come up with... Yeah. I remember Fife's defence a couple of years ago. I punched him. I, I, yeah, I did punch him, but I meant to hit him in the arm. Yeah. You know? I mean... <laughs> There's been some great ones. Well, to be fair, they're all Melbourne members, so what are you going to do? Yeah, they're like, the other ones... last time Melbourne were in trouble for anything? Yeah. Uh, uh, recently. I well, know. I mean, they're even the ones that got fined for not tanking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I guess that's a win. So, yeah, that, that solves that problem. There we are. The well, worst Melbourne. lawyers going around. Um, and finally, West Coast uh, did enough to get over the Cats um, at home. Didn't look like it um, for uh, one did, stage. No. They did more than enough. Had a great comeback. Well, it was two minutes worth of goals, really. Well, they doubled their uh, goal tally straight. Like, uh, going in the last quarter, it was 7-11 to 8-10. Yep. Ended up 14-11. Yeah, it was just, just such a, a burst. Yeah. Um, it looked like they were out on their feet. Yeah. Um, Yep. And then uh, it was just goal, 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 goal. And Two goals. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was like a, a fifth round UFC fight where the flurry of punches came and you just had no answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, to, to top it off, that's uh, Ablett injured as well. Done his hammy. The hamstring. The hamstring's uh, going around. The it was Ablett, it was uh, Cockatoo and Guthrie. Yeah. So yeah, I, so I think Guthrie went off early, didn't he? There's, there's some excuse for Geelong is they just didn't have any men left yeah. um, at the end of the day. But... Still. Still, it's, it's a, I mean, yeah, people don't feel good to do a better job than giving up that many goals late in the, yeah. in the fourth. It's one of the funny things, though, like, you know, Chris Scott's a premiership coach, so he probably knows more about footy than I do, but it seems yeah. like they've got too many players playing the same role. Like Gary Ablett, uh, Dangerfield and Selwood all doing the same thing, all in the middle. Well, it's something, because I was thinking the something very similar during the game as well, because... Uh, End of the day, I think any coach in the AFL, if Gary Ablett says, "Hey, I'm going to come to you guys. I want to play for your team, and you'll get me for unders," yep. I think any coach in the AFL is going, "You know what? We'll, we'll take it." We'll, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not looking no, at absolutely. I'm not looking at the rest of the team. Take out um, the emotional factor of it. He's not what they needed. No, not at all. If yeah. they had a look at their off season, they had four people that could be key backmen: in Mackie, Lonigan, uh, Taylor, and Henderson. Yeah, they've lost two of them. 
Yeah. And they didn't replace any of them. Yep. Um, you know, they've looked to rookies um, to try and fill those roles. Now, it is unlucky that Taylor and uh, Henderson have gone down with injuries and multiple weak injuries. Yeah. But now it's made them look vulnerable. They're one and two and very lucky to be one and two. A straight kick mm. from Maxi Gorn and they're 0 and 3 and sitting, you know, dangerously yeah. close to the bottom. Oh, yeah. I still would have taken him. I just would have made sure yeah. to recruit Backman as well. Because yeah. uh, even as a forward pocket, he's a spectacular player. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's not what they needed. It, no, it, it's, yeah. it's handy. He wasn't number one on their list, but it's one of the it's one of those ones where they went shopping and all of a sudden there's a free giveaway and they've gone fuck it, I'll grab that. Yeah, and then gone home. Yeah, uh, whereas they should have hung out and probably gone for the backman as well. But hey, you know, Eddie, every team would uh, take Gary Ablett if they he wanted to come. If, if he was if he was on the table, you take him. Even now, yeah. if he says oh, I'm done at Geelong, I want uh, I want to go somewhere else. Yeah, if you say, uh, I want to move to Perth, the two teams go, yep, yeah, we'll find, we'll yeah. find a place says, for it. I feel like a million-dollar-a-year contract and North will have him. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> the team that got rid of Caddy and picked up Motlop, right? Was that in the same season? Or? Uh, not in the same season, but yeah. one year apart. Yeah, and you feel like it's not really good recruiting that they've got going on there. Well, I mean, they got Tim Kelly. Was it Tim Kelly? Yeah, he's yeah, been Tim good. He's been uh, really good. i tell you what, he'd almost be my... I don't know, how old is he? Because um, if he's eligible for the rising star... Should uh, be, yeah. I've got a feeling he's not... I don't think he's got a nom yet. So, no, no, uh, he'd, he'd have to be not. Only because a couple of standouts, like Dodie had a cracking game this week or last week. Uh, no, both, actually. He's a mature age. He first nominated in 2012, so no, he wouldn't be eligible. No, he's, he's probably too old, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a feeling he must Is have been. Is it 23? I got a feeling it's 20. Oh, he's well old then. Yeah. Um, uh, Murray got the nod this week from Collingwood, who's got a lot of dash. I actually like him as a player. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, looking at Kelly, I thought he must be mature age, just the way he plays. Yeah, Not yeah. the look of him or anything, just the way he plays. Yeah. Um, he's a fantastic player. Jeez, what, what a great pickup for, for, for Geelong. Yeah, and just no inhibitions about coming to that team and really holding his own, uh, which, which a lot of people would be forgiven for yeah. doing. Well, he came in unintimidated. He's like, yeah. I've got to make my mark if I want to stay on the side. Yeah. And, and he's done that. And I without think. expectation too, because let's be honest, you know, you're going to worry about Selwood, Dangerfield, Ablett. And whoever this bloke is, don't, I don't care. Yeah, he's done his job. Duncan, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Duncan's not back yet either. But. He'll be back. Um, but he's done nothing wrong. No, he's played excellent. Um, but uh, anyway, West Coast finally got to you know uh, win at home. Uh, it's just a shame as a day game they didn't get to turn the flick the lights on and off um, like Frio yeah. did the week before. But, but yeah. a, uh, young Ryan, he's turned into something good, hasn't he? Liam Ryan. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, broke his ankle. Um, late in the game, he looks like he's going to be out for a while. But yeah, it is a shame because he's a hometown boy as well, uh, playing for Subi. Yeah, did uh, great things in the waffle last year, I hear. Yeah, um, it's it's hard when you discover a player and you're like, holy fuck, this kid could be something, and then uh, yeah, he's gone for two uh, for probably two yeah. months. That's a shame, and also a shame for my AFL fantasy team. Too. <laughs> um, so somebody pointed out, uh, like, what are they called? Uh, champion data yep. today that um, Nick Nat hasn't been playing full game time. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. He looks fantastic what he does. Yeah. Um, there has not been one hit out to advantage against him wow. this year. That's, I did see that. It's only three games, but yeah, it's all right. As far as 1%ers go, that's a big 1%. You know, it's handy. Yeah. Watching him ruck, though, and look, this may not ever take off, but when he jumps, he touches the ball at the height of his leap. Now, again, I, I was only a shitty yeah. ruckman because I was the shortest fucker, but I think... That might be an idea that Ruckman should pursue. Well, I mean, the fact is that nobody can reach higher than him. Yep. So he rucks to the ball, everyone else rucks to the man. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, the 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 privilege of the athletic. 
No, he, he certainly is that. Um, and I don't think anybody dislikes Nick Nat either. Just seems I, like a nice bloke, doesn't how he? How could yeah. you? Like, for a start, Fijians are the, the nicest uh, people in the world. Horribly nice. All, all Islanders. They're just yeah. too fucking nice. Spectacular people. And uh, he just seems like that sort of bloke where even if he didn't drink, he'd be good to have a beer with. Uh, yeah. I'd, he'd have a soft drink. I've got a feeling he's a I bit... No, If he didn't drink and he had a beer with him, he'd probably be a loose cunt. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two things I do know about Fijians is one, they are horribly nice people and they love them some Jesus. Yeah. I think Nick Nat's in the same boat. Well, maybe yeah. you'd have a carver or two, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> either way, I'd be more than happy to have him around for a PlayStation but, night. It, it is good to see him back, isn't it? And yeah, it, it is. I, I said last week too, he did his knee the same day that um, Segler from Hawthorne did it. Um, and Segler's not ready to play VFL yet. Yeah. So it just shows his body is different. Honestly, Nick, that's an ornament of the game. Yeah. When he's there, it's worth watching it, West Coast play. It's something different. You know? Listen, there's two type of islanders. There's Nick Nat and there's Mark Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. I do, right, yeah. All right, let's look at round four then. Uh, Friday night, Adelaide Crows beating Collingwood. Uh, just tip a margin. Uh, it's, it's in Adelaide. Oh, 72. <sighs> yeah. 51. Like, it's going to be big. All right, I'll add them both together, 120. Um, and that, that'll be it. Um, no more to be need to be said about that. Oh, who do you think is going to be? Do you think we're going to see Betts back? No. What do you mean? Is he going to be back to his best? Uh, he'll he'll, have, no. he'll kick three and give away five. So who's going to get the kicks? Who's going to get the goals? Oh, they'll share it. Yeah. Josh Jenkins, uh, he'll kick four from the goal square. He'll get the slutty goals, yeah. He'll get the four Jenkins plus another one. Um, yeah, and I can see Bryce Gibbs cutting him up too, just because, you know, it's an easy game. He'll probably call it. As indication. They'll <laughs> both, just share the ball both around. Both Crouchers are still out this game? Yes. Yeah. Remember last week how I said I made a uh, 3-1 to one bet with North? Yeah. Yep. Collingwood a 5-1. to one. Yeah, not going to happen. Uh, Giants are hosting the Dockers uh, in Canberra? Uh, I mean, smart money's on the Giants, but it's been a bit of a fucky season so far. We've got a few anomalies coming up. Yep. So you give the give Freo every chance of going over there and, you know, being that fucking anomaly this this round. They I think I've tipped against Frio every week so far and they've they're two and one. Yep. So I'm gonna tip against them again and I might may be wrong again. Yeah, I'm going the rough here. I'm going Frio by eleven. See I think there's something to be said for that solely for the fact that uh, Lobb's injured and uh it, it it's gonna be the big man Sandlin's in the middle just tapping it wherever he fucking wants. If he gets to mind I'll tap it to my rovers. Yeah. They'll get every centre break. Well, wherever he taps it, Fife's going to be the first yeah. one there, isn't he? Yeah. So, like, I think the Giants around the ground are a much, much better side. But if they can, if the Dockers can pay, can play a congested um, centre break game, or even a, a congested, you know, along the boundary line, they could get, run away with it. So I think uh, probably Dockers by eight points. Yeah, I'm still tipping the Giants, but again, it would not surprise me at all if I was wrong. Uh, at the G at two o'clock. Uh, Tigers and Lions. Um, Lions have got some pluck about them, but they do. Did they spend too many tickets last week? Yes. Uh, bluntly, yes. I feel like they just don't have enough ticket books, really. Doesn't matter how many they spent last week, I just don't think they got enough to get across the line. Um, but you're looking for a spirit performance, and hey, like we said, it's a fucky season so far. Yeah. Maybe they can get up and do it. I wouldn't put money on it, but um, yeah, I think the Tigers would be comfortable in this one. Uh, if this was up there, I'd be tempted to uh, go the Lions, but. Richmond just too good at the moment, and I, I think the Lions they have some positive points. I think Martin versus Nankovic is going to be great to watch, but uh, especially on the same team. What? 
Uh, <laughs> wrong Martin. Uh, other Martin. <laughs> I was fucking confused for a second. <laughs> Could be the best fire of the game, actually. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's what you want to bet on. Marriage runs on it in the middle of it. Steel chair, smacks them both. But yeah, Stefan Martin I th- I th- versus the Nank to Tank. I think it'll be great to watch. I think moments of uh, Chris play will be enough to get uh, Tigers through this one. It's supposed to rain on Saturday as well, which could Is play it? into the, you know, not an advantage, but it gives them some hope with the Lions. No, maybe. I think oh, that's well, an advantage to Richmond, if anything. Yeah, but I mean... I was, I was going to go to this game, but I'm not going if it's raining. Not to that. Pretty sure it's going to be 18 degrees and shit. Oh, fuck that then. Uh, Bulldogs and the Swans at Etihad Stadium. Remember, Bulldogs won this one in an upset last year. Yeah, they won't. Um... I, I think they surprised me last week by playing football. Yeah. I don't think they'll hold up to Sydney. I saw um, a great article that said uh, Sam Reed's out for a couple of weeks, and that means that Buddy's going to kick more goals. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think you can play Buddy on the wing, and it'll probably be better because you'll kick him from 70 out, yeah. just running towards goal with unopposed. Like, yeah. Who's going to put on him? Yeah. It, they're just going to have to zone around yeah. him. Yeah. Plus, I don't think they've got midfield that can handle them which is funny to say from a midfield with a more recent premiership than Sydney but yeah. uh, I, I I think Sydney's the, the better winners in the middle better winners yeah. up forward I, that line might be a little fragile but still better than the Bulldogs I think that uh, the Bulldogs skill errors will just lead to turnovers and they'll just run it down Yeah, and if Buddy gets one out with anybody it's over yeah, yeah. I, I can't see him keeping with him North and Carlton playing a night game down in Hobart I think Shit. that's just cruel wow that is cruel. Well, to be fair, Carlton deserve it because yes. their Friday night games have been shit outs. Yep. Um, their injury list is still looking pretty fucking ordinary. Uh, got even worse with, yep. like I said, with Marchbank, who was one of their better players. He's out, um, yep. and that might be the only thing that keeps weedering in the side, which is good news for Benny Brown. Oh, Tassie's hard because being an open ground, the wind does blow. But uh, Benny Brown, home crowd, as always, whatever motherfuckers on him is going to be booed to hell. It's- to be fair, you, you do worry about the wind down there, but I think the snow might keep the wind down. <laughs> well, and the fact that Benny Brown will be running in from um, Blundstone Arena. Yeah. Is Blundstone in Hobart? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be running in right from the other end of Blundstone Arena. Probably he'd be running in from Bill Reeve. All right, so so if it's 18 in Melbourne on Saturday, <laughs> Blundstone, we've got 18, rain, 70% chance, uh, 20 to 30 kilometre winds. I think that's just an assumption, really. Yeah. When they booked it in, this is, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, so yeah, Ben Brown have a field day. This is like his... his oh, he'll love life. Um, his terrain. He'll be able to pull down, scream is still. I mean, you know, you're ever going to have home field advantage. A Taswegian in Tasmania. Yeah. It's yep. right fucking there. I mean, I hope this isn't another shocker. Um, it will be from one side. It, we know that. It's not going to be pretty football in those no. conditions. Let's be honest. And there's going to be a breeze blowing. But uh, the fact that that breeze is going to be across the ground, I think is going to probably benefit both teams because it's more yeah. likely they'll find a target. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I don't want North to win by too much because we don't want to have good percentage and drop fucking four draft places like we did last year. Yeah, it could be win number two, but I can't see uh, Carlton getting off the bottom this year. Um, West Coast, Gold Coast over there again. Just- with Gold Coast doing the unique thing of staying for the nine days, I think they're over there. Yeah, they've got no home at the moment. So even, even they don't like the Commonwealth Games. Um, I think Eagles at home. Yeah, I mean you've got to back the Eagles in this one. You do I feel like it's probably a twenty point sort of margin. Yeah, I'd, again, I think it's decided in the ruck, and I think uh, Nick Nat in form. If he's going to play, you know, more time again, um, yeah. and gradually work it up. Um, I don't think West Coast have been completely impressive. But uh, Gold Coast built something and then sort of dropped off. So 
They Home t- field, West Coast. They took advantage at the right times against Geelong last week. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm on West Coast. I think they're going to be a bit too athletic. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Essendon and Port Adelaide at Etihad Stadium. Essendon, I th- this is the, could be the upset. Can they bounce back? I feel like they can. I feel like they can I'm too. Not, I'm not an optimistic Essendon um, tipper ever, but I feel like I've, they might have this one. Um, For no good reason. No good reason, no. Just for seeing how Port Adelaide were kind of vulnerable to a actual four-quarter attack yep. or not give mm-hmm. up attitude. I feel like Essendon will have that in them playing at Etihad this, this week. So, yeah, I think they might get up. That's probably the only thing playing against Essendon, uh, going against their chances this week, is that Port had a bit of a scare last week. Yeah, and going seven points to the Dons. Well, Ollie Wines is uh, a test, so we don't know what's going on yeah, there. Yeah, he'll, he'll play. You'd expect so. Uh, Powell Pepper's obviously out. Yes, it's uh, already been said. what's been mentioned previous. I think if Port are going to seriously make a, a, a run at uh, minor premiership, they need to be winning these. Yep. Um, but they showed last week they're they're prone to lapses of concentration and everything. So, well, I'm tipping Port, but I think it won't be without moments. You, you wouldn't be surprised if Essendon just went, this is the one we're playing. Yeah, well, if, if, yeah. if Port turn up, they could blow them off the park by 10 goals. Well, but if they decide, fuck it, good enough. Um, Joey Danaher could have a, a day out because they've got nobody that can leap with him. Yeah. But then he, he's going to get 10 shots on goal. Does he kick, you know, six or seven? How many out of bounds? Or does he kick one? Um, uh, Hawthorne, Melbourne at the MCG. Um, again, I was going to go to this game, but the weather's shit. I'm, I think Sunday might be better than Saturday by a considerable so. margin. Um, this one, I think, is going to be a good game. Uh, I don't think this is uh, a shoe in for Melbourne by any, any stretch of the imagination. I feel like Hawthorne have proved that they can sort of grit together and have that team spirit, get across the line. That being said, I'm still picking Melbourne, but I think this would be... Probably a hard-fought game that I wouldn't be surprised if Hawks took it took to him for four quarters. Do you think Frawley goes to Hogan? Yeah, without a doubt. It'd be interesting to see how he goes because Hogan played up the ground a lot uh, yeah. last week, and he had a great game. One, yeah, one did. of his one of his better ones. He's had a good start of the year. Um, the The reason I think this looks better on paper than it is is because uh, people haven't been giving Ben McAvoy his yeah, due. Definitely, he's been dominating um, the last couple of weeks. I don't think he can do that against Gorn. Well, this will be the test because. Um, yeah. I think uh, McAvoy's a different style of Ruckman yep. than Gorn. But uh, it could be that at the end of the day, McAvoy gets 30-odd hitouts versus Gorn's 29, but Gorn ends up with 20 more possessions and a couple of goals. Um, well, I wouldn't put Gorn yeah, down for a couple of goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have some four uh, in the goal square. but Maybe um, handball goal assist. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Without Burgoyne, uh, I think Hawks are a three-goal worse side. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm tipping Melbourne. I think Melbourne went by three goals. Yeah, like I said, I'd, I'd tip Melbourne um, with my head just because of Max Gorn versus McAvoy. I think that's the only reason that Hawthorne have, you know, won the two games they did. Yeah, but as a Hawthorne yeah. supporter, it'll be interesting to see where he is compared to Gorn. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, and, and, you know, you've got to find these things out. Um, and finally, the Cats are hosting St Kilda. Um there's no reason to tip St Kilda. No, anyone it's that tips St Kilda no. is doing so by hope because they've shown fuck all. Yep. Yep. Um, having, I hope they do show something because I think um, on paper, decent side. Uh, much better than what they're showing. And it's the only place that's a decent side. Yeah, Billy yep. Longer's still got a groin issue from uh, when Cunnington gave him one of the figs. Um, if he comes up, then it'll be moderate. But uh, if he's out, they've got no tools that can really have an impact. So... Second worst percentage in the league 
um, St Kilda. And I can't see you getting a lot better this match. I think they'll lose by a good four or five goals. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Geelong, even without Ablett, yeah. still got enough of them. Yeah, I agree. All right, that'll do us. That's uh, this round all wrapped up. Yeah, see you. Right. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.